This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. One of the best gifts that the universe has presented me was opportunity to learn and study with an astrologer. I absolutely love learning of the perspective and the meaning that astrology makes of events that play out in our lives. You know, because supposedly, right, you can consult the chart and just about everything, or at least the possibilities, right, are found there, especially when you get somebody really good who can interpret the symbols. So why in the world am I talking about this with you today? Because in the realm of relationships, astrology takes a whole nother approach. And some of the points that it brings up if nothing else, just provide a starting place for us to evaluate our relationships differently, right? For example, astrology says that whenever someone encounters a new interest, that there is more likely than not an old relationship. Right? That that's that that's just how it is. And part of the the journey, right, or the process of the new relationship will be for the individuals to then decide if they're wanting to truly invest in the new one. Alright? That's kinda like the first several months, right? And it does, it it puts this very interesting timeline to things. So, you know, it says that there's several months that they kind of go through their own evaluation process. And then I think it's like after month three, somewhere between month three and month six of the new relationship, once they've really have decided that this is the one that they want to lend more time and attention to nurture, that then it is their responsibility to go out and to inform, you know, the the other old loves or, or, or friends, right, the community that they actually are in new partnership. Right? Interesting. Also, according to astrology, when it comes to relationships, marriage happens when two people come together and conceive a child. So obviously, if you have multiple children with multiple people, in the eyes of astrology, it says that all of those partners show up in your chart as your wives or our husbands. So there's already a, a poly model, right? Interesting. And this, I think, is the one that prompted me to even begin this 
sharing for today. Astrology actually says that in every relationship cycle, there shall be growth, right? And growth to the point that about every, it's like 13 to 20 something months, right? It's a little over every year to every two years. It is thus appropriate for the partners to be evaluating like their terms and conditions of their relationship. Now, this, I think, is mind-blowing and worth spending just a little bit more time on. To think that every year to two years, it would be appropriate to have a bit of a heart-to-heart sit-down and to evaluate whether the terms, the conditions, the you know agreements that a pair has made is actually still serving who they've become as well as the direction that they are moving their life in during that particular time. Wouldn't that be amazing if when couples knew that they were quote unquote making this commitment that part of the commitment was that they acknowledged the fact that they were going to be leaving room for growth and change, even within the structure of their relationship. But they agreed that they were going to do it together based upon the desires of their future selves. Of course, at the time when they are having to sit down, it wouldn't be their future selves because it would have been who they become. But at the time when they are realizing that they are going to hold space for their future selves, they have yet to grow into that version of their beingness. Like, that just makes sense. that just makes sense and that it really is going to be an intimate exchange that happens between those two individuals who are choosing to merge their life paths together you know it it can't come from what people have done before it can't necessarily come from society's expectations don't don't even get me started on that right it's gotta come from the core the spiritual core even of those two beings. That's beautiful to step into the relationship and to even say, hey, I know that at some point you may wake up and I won't even recognize you because I'm not even going to recognize myself. And so to sit here and try to say that we can anticipate exactly what we're going to need then is ludicrous but that's okay we'll figure it out then what if this was the approach that you were taking to whether it be your current or future relationship do you think it make a difference 
could it leave room for creating and redesigning your life over and over and over again as you enter into new seasons? Right? I think this is very applicable because even right now I was having a conversation with an elder and it was like, you know, this supposedly is spring right now, but this is unlike any other spring that we have ever experienced, right? So here we are in a familiar quote unquote season, but yet we can't rely upon our past experiences or really memories or encoded memories of our past experience of what we believe spring to be. We have to be present here and now and utilize the information you know, of observation. Of this current experience and then adapt to it. So if we are in unscripted times, even for something as regular as the season of spring and the coming of summer and needing to make such adaptations. Would it then not make sense to make room for the seasons of our relationships as well? Because those are just reflections of the seasons of ourselves and our own development. Something to give heart to. And then choose what works best for you. Until next time, be light.